Carlos, welcome to today's How to Jab and Knock Out the Competition with Real Sales and Marketing Results. How are you? I'm great, man. Thanks for making the time and for having me on the show. That's amazing. I'm excited. Awesome. So, Carlos, I, I, your, your tagline is really interesting, right? I, 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 good or bad, I've dealt with a lot of engineers in my life, 20 years in the manufacturing industry, and, and I, I found your tagline to be really interesting about a recovering engineer and how you dealt with a ton of anxiety and you just went down the wrong road with what you didn't want to do. Just explain a little bit about how that happened and, and what did you do to turn that from a negative into a net positive for yourself? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I wish there was a short answer, but I'll try to <laughs> try to make it brief. The reason for the recovering engineer is because I'm an engineer, even though I never worked as an engineer. But okay. I got a degree in engineering and they teach you certain things and you learn like a way of thinking, problem solving, all this sort of stuff. This follows for your entire life. So we have this very analytical, um, scientific, empiric way of thinking. And, and that infuses in everything I do in life. Um, and I thought, you know, like, because LinkedIn is a, is a business, is a business to business platform, so, so to speak. So it made sense. Um, when it comes to anxiety and stuff, yeah, I, I was in corporate for, for about 10 years and I was totally unhealthy, overwhelmed, mm. um, and anxiety, stress, you name it, everything until the day that I almost died out of a stroke and wow. they were, the doctors were not, they couldn't understand how I, how I made it walking to the hospital. Um, wow. and that was like, oh, wow. Okay. Maybe I should reconsider some, <laughs> some things in my life. Sure. And, and at that point, I decided to quit my job. I quit everything. And, and I went to travel the world. I went on to, I flew another country. I flew to, from Spain to, to Australia because I wanted to learn English. I didn't speak the language mm -hmm. by the time. And I just went there and, and I spent, I ended up spending five years going through everything and anything. And it was a beautiful experience. And after that, um, a few years after that, I, I decided to build my own business. And that's what I did. I built a coaching business and it was highly successful. And I'm still working on that same business. So, <clears throat> you know, being financially independent, financially free and, and realizing, unfortunately, the hard way, right, that, that you know, being an engineer is not all it's cracked up to be, right? People, I think, assume out there that when they hear the word engineer, Carlos, it's, oh, you make good money, you're smart, you know, different, you know, uh, calculations and programs and, you know, different, you know, structured analysis, right, to get things done. Um, but that's obviously not something that, that that was part of kind of who you are, right, as, as a human being, as a person. So talk to me a little bit about the phrase that, that you put on your LinkedIn that said, learn who to be not what to do. What, 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 is that, what does that specifically mean to you? Um, the, the reason I, I use this sentence is because to me, it hit me very much. Like when I started my business, it was, a, it was, it was an overnight success. Uh, made a half million dollars just on like one man's band working online, purely online, half a million dollars in sales in one year. I was mm. like, wow, it's amazing. And I thought, I got it all figured out. And, <laughs> and, and after another year, I realized that my success wasn't really that fun. I was working a lot. Uh, the things that used to make me successful in the past, they not, the strategies that I'm working now, 
And I was always asking, what do I need to do next? What do I need to do next? Um, how many people more I need to hire? How much, like what strategy to do? What, what coach to pay? And, and when I stopped for a second, I, I mean, I, I was sick of not finding the right, the, 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 the answer. And I realized that the problem is that I wasn't answering the right question. And, and, and then it's like, okay, what, what do I need to, to, what is next for me? And it's yep. not about what you need to do, but who are you becoming? What kind of human mm -hmm. is going to run the business and have the life that you want to have? You need to become this person because before the success comes into your life, your business. And most people try to become successful in the outside world, but they feel miserable and unsuccessful in the inside. Uh -huh. So this is why I always say that I build successful brands from the inside out. Mm. You, at some stage in your business, when you've achieved some success, um, there's probably not, not much that you need to learn to, to make it to the next point, point. It's understanding what do you have already within that it's going to take you to that place. Mm. Interesting. So, so with that, Talk to me about, uh, you brought up a phrase genius zone, which I love. What, explain to me what, how do you get, how do you get to your genius zone? How does that work? Well, we, we tend to believe that being hyper-productive and high-performance and all this sort yep. of stuff is being a, a working machine, engineer kind of great machine, right? Yep. And, and then what we do is we try to be productive at everything, but we forgot to ask, what do I love? What do I really love doing? And we forget about checking how we feel, checking how our body feels, how is your back pain, how is your headaches, and all this sort of stuff. And it's not that complicated. Like, of course, it takes a while to find out because you want to dig deeper into your past, your stories, your experiences, your traumas, and all this sort of stuff to come up with what's your zone of genius. And, and usually it's something related to one thing that you used to do when you were a kid and you never did it anymore. Because you're not allowed, you're not a kid anymore. And then you you, you keep killing your, your fun, your joy, and your success because you stop listening to your feelings, to your, what you really want to do. So, so being able to tap into, right, in, being able to tap the, the, the insides, right, and understanding how are you feeling, right? What's going to make you happy as opposed to, I think I heard the imposter syndrome where people just think, if I do things that people are going to like on the outside, yeah. then I'm going to get more adulation. But it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm happy on the inside, right? That's exactly, I think that's what you were inferring. Yep. Absolutely. But, but of course, like when I, when I came up with the idea of the iconic CEO after going through all these struggles, my engineer is still there. So, so, sure. so I'll never stop being an engineer. So my mind is like, yes. I want to be happy. I want to be successful, but I also need the strategies and the systems. So uh, I have this self-awareness and I help people having this self-awareness, but I, I also help them not to forget that the strategy is necessary. You, 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 like mindset and strategy, right? Like I think the most important is the right mindset, the right attitude, the right identity, because that's always going to help you find the right strategy for you. But the strategy is also necessary. <laughs> you know? How, okay, this, no, this is good. So, so how do you balance having enough time, Carlos, to take care of yourself mentally and physically, right? Whether it's, I, I don't know, uh, surfboarding, running, um, you know, wh whatever exercise you like to do. How, how do you teach people, coach people how to balance 
having enough time for personal enjoyment to balance your professional success? How do you, how do you balance the two? Because it's it's Look, not easy. Do you have kids? I have two boys. Okay, before you had these kids, before you had the first one, you were quite busy, I would say. Yep. And then, and then, if someone would have offered you like a, a part time or a full time job, you would say, "I don't have the time." But right. then you have a kid, and then what yes. happens? It's not a part time job; it's a full time job. Did yes. you make the time for your kid? You of did course. make. The <laughs> so it's about understanding our priorities because we always find time to do the things that we find important. Now, most people forget that health and you yourself is the biggest and most important part of your success on your journey. Now, the, what we do is we stop prioritizing that. It's not that we don't have time, it's that we consider more important the things that are not. And, and of course, it takes a lot of like, you know, insights and learning about what the people do. And I, I don't give I don't give that advice and then I walk away. Right. Um, but but basically, that's the logic behind it. it's understanding how to prioritize. Got it. No, it makes complete sense. So um, let's transition to another topic leadership. From your perspective and your experience, what 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 makes a good leader? How, how do how do good leaders stand out from those that are? Poor to poor to average. Uh, I think I think uh, uh, you, you cut up for a second, but um, I think I got the whole question. Um, a poor to average. Well, lis listening, being a good listener, being empathetic, and understanding that you are nothing without your team. And again, it would be prioritizing. And I was I was a very shitty leader. I I've been a leader for my entire life, and I've been a shitty leader for most of the time, because I didn't understand what leadership was. I didn't understand the importance of a team. And and when it finally clicked, it was one day when one of my team members said, "Carlos, my wife doesn't want to talk to you anymore." And I was wow. Like, oh. And and I couldn't sleep that night. And it was someone, oh. someone my remote team. I've got a, a team that works remotely. And sure. And I was like, wow, this this really hit me. And I wasn't treating that team with the love and respect and the empathy that that, that they deserve. Because you want them to perform at, the, at their best, but you don't give them what they need to perform at their best. So first of all, you need to listen and understand people and see what they need and everyone's different like you cannot treat every people as a number you want to understand what they need exactly what they need and give it to them sometimes their needs don't match your um, goals or your you know your, the outcomes that you want to achieve with the business you also need to understand how to let them go but i would say the most important thing is to treat them as humans and understand what they need and give them exactly that well said uh, and the one word that jumped out at me, Carlos, was empathy. And I think even from my, you know, in my experience, I, I don't, unfortunately, I've had a lot of managers that just didn't know how to be empathetic, right? And were very, you know, rule yeah. with an iron fist. You do this, right? Engineer, this project has to be done by this you time on this day. <laughs> Probably what started to create the anxiety and stress and said, oh, shit, if I don't get this done by this time on this day, they're going to fire me, right? And yeah. ruling with an iron fist is just, it's a recipe for disaster from my experience anyway. It is. It is. I, I promise it is. I and mean, it's not a nice experience, not from, from your perspective as a leader, not from the team either. Absolutely. So 
for those out there, you know, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, what you know, what advice would you give for everyone to thrive in this ever evolving, faster paced environment from kind of your perspective and your skill set? Well, I would say like the first thing you need to work on is on yourself. If you okay. if you think that you can't, you need to work on yourself. If you think that it's too hard, you need to work on yourself. If you think mm. that it's that you're not going to get there ever, you need to work on yourself because the first step to like if you didn't believe you could get out, you could get out of this room, you would never try to get out of this room. It doesn't matter if the doors are wide open. If you believe that you're stuck, you're stuck. But when mm. you say, you know, Maybe I can try. Maybe I can do this. Or what can I do to move forward? And and it's always about asking the right questions and believing in your in your in your power and your abilities to figure out whatever it takes. And this certainty, this faith in yourself, it's it's the it's the door that that's yeah. going to take you wherever you want to go. It doesn't matter how old. Um, because if you think that you're too old, guess what? You need to work on yourself <laughs> because, because you can get one of these, my favorite books, which is a topical, but it's a classic. It's called uh, Think and Grow Rich. And mm. you can read stories from, of, about, from entrepreneurs with all ages, backgrounds, and, and, and industries. And age, money, resources is never... A determining fact determining factor to success it's always mm. attitude hmm. and believing in yourself right interesting absolutely that's i mean that's that's a paramount if you don't believe well, you're gonna you're gonna do nothing so for those that that are aspiring to be entrepreneurs and i think one of the things i've seen especially with this pandemic carlos is more and more people want to side hustle more and more people want to create their own self-worth right professionally and personally what you know any types of advice on you know where they should start you know what they should look for to really kind of hit the ground running to really start to form you know a a, a, a revenue producing business with their side hustle you know what are your thoughts on just helping entrepreneurs you know become successful because i know from experience i'm, I'm two and a half years into this and it's what I expected and what I've learned is, is I think completely different in that, you know, there's been some pieces, some pieces of it where I thought it's been harder than I thought it would be. And there's other pieces where, man, it's just so much fun talking with people like you that, you know, I can gravitate towards and understand because I feel like I have a connection with you because I understand, you know, from, from, you know, thousands of miles away, like what you do and how you do it. So the passion is there, but, but what are some, you know, tips you would give, you know, um, you know, entrepreneurs that are looking to really elevate themselves and create that financial freedom that you did, um, you know, for a while. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you two versions of the of the advice, and then I'll okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little gift for your audience if you want to take it. The yep. the if I if you had asked me that question two years ago when I had been in my business for one year, but hassling and bustling my ass off yep. to get the result, I would say whatever you want to do, just work your ass off. But today, I'll tell you there's something different. Of course, work is required. But what I would say is like, make sure that these goals that you have, this willingness to make six figures, seven figures, like be building a million dollar company, make sure that this is your goal. Make sure that you haven't bought this goal or this dream from Instagram stories or from <laughs> all the entrepreneurs, like praying that this is the way to do it. Because it could be the recipe for, for, for failure if what you are aiming to do is not aligned with who you are 
with what you mm -hmm. want to do and it doesn't fit your purpose in life. Um, and then once you understand this is what you want to do, work your ass off, find a, a, a big enough why that's going to keep you up and running even when things go sideways, because they will go sideways at some point. And, <laughs> and keep, keep, keep pursuing and believing because the only way to fail at anything is, to give, is giving up. If you never uh, give up and you always stand up and keep pushing and keep working and keep asking what it is for next for me, you will find it. Awesome. This, this is my today. Probably in two years, it'll be different. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and, and last, uh, but not least, um, yep. I just, I just, I just finished writing, writing a book that it, it took me, it took me like way longer than, than what I thought. And, and, and the reason I wrote it is because after doing all the hassle and bustle, uh, implementing all these strategies and getting all this success, I realized that there was something more for me to explore. And then what I did is in a way to rebuild against the online, um, online craziness chaos. of <laughs> chaos, chaos, people selling you your, their shiny object and their, yep. their strategy, which usually is a, a cookie cutter or a copy copycat from someone else. What I did is I put my strategy all together in a book and a little bit of my personal story and I just give it, I'm giving it away for free. So um, anyone that's listening to, you, to your awesome. podcast or yourself, um, I'll share with you the link and, and okay. it would be my pleasure to help people. What's the name of the book? Uh, Organic Clients Secrets. Ah, interesting. Captivating, <laughs> compelling. I like it. So Carlos, outside of, outside of that, where, where can people find you? How can people connect with you today? LinkedIn is the best place to find me. Okay. Carlos, I'll, I'll share with you the link. I don't know how you how you can handle that, but LinkedIn is the best place. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we appreciate your time today on how to jab and knock off the competition <laughs> with real sales and marketing results, Carlos. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. That was so much fun. Thank you so much Thank for you. having me.